Hi there. Today I'm going to talk about the third category from the access management uh, video that I did previously, and that is data security. Data is one of the most valuable assets that our organization has, and that's what the hackers are going after uh, uh, when they attempt to compromise your organization. And that might be your being a private company, government or nonprofit, and yes, you as a small business also is a target. And NIST addressed that on a NIST cybersecurity framework on a function of protect, of course, and that is a, a, a category for data security. There are several ways to protect um, your data, and NIST goes through several steps in there. The first two focusing on data in transit and data in storage. So basically, when you store the data, it's self-explanatory, but data in transit when you're moving around your network, either within your organization or going outside of your organization. And there are uh, um, areas there and controls that um, NIST provide for you to follow. But while you're addressing this, take this in consideration. There are several vulnerabilities out there. And, and to be exact, uh, on this day of this recording, there are a total of 183,630 vulnerabilities um, that are reported in recording the common vulnerability exposure, the CVE database. Now, you protect in your organization and you have over 183,000 vulnerabilities. Now, granted, not all of them will apply to you and to your organization specifically, but a great amount of those will apply to whatever you have installed in your organization. So how can you even protect that? What's your strategy to protect against all these vulnerabilities? Well, the answer is complex. It's starting from uh, understanding your assets, right? Understanding where your critical data is residing and starting from a risk-based approach. Now, where are your crown jewels? It's starting from that point on. However, it's still, you have to face the fact that over 183,000 vulnerabilities out of that, a good portion applies to your organization. And that is only recorded the known ones. Um, those are the exploiters, the ones that are gonna come up in the future. So there are a researcher called Scott Musman, and he came out with a, a different concept. The, he, he lays out the concept that not addressing the vulnerability, but addressing the effects of a vulnerability that has on your network, on your data. And he came out with a few of them. And they are degradation, interruption, modification, fabrication, interception, and unauthorized use. So no matter what vulnerability of these 183,000 plus that are recorded today, they will have one of these effects on your organization. One of these effects will affect your data. So if you put your defenses and you establish your security controls to minimize the impact or you know, even eliminate the impact of these categories, these attack effects, in essence, you'll be addressing multiple vulnerability on that database. So basically flipping the game around, right? Instead of addressing these vulnerabilities, you're addressing the impact of those vulnerabilities and putting defenses against it. So degradation, uh, you know, if your data start 
slowing down your network and you address that. How are you going to address that? Inter interruption modification. That is impacting integrity, right? This confidentiality, integrability. Those should address integrity. Um, fabrication, interception. Once again, that one addresses towards integrity, modification of the data that you currently have, basically modifying and becoming false data. And in fabrication, basically, as you put data that does not exist and interception, right? Intercepting data in transit, common protection mechanism uh, would be encryption. Um, so those are the ones that you can tackle, start tackling and protecting your data uh, on your network by using this methodology. Now, the cybersecurity framework goes uh, uh, above that and address two other areas. One is environment segmentation. Uh, there, there's two ways of to look environment segmentation. One is make sure that your dev and test systems are separate from your production. Now, now it, it either you do not install a test or, or a development system in your production environment. That's one way to segregate. But the other one is make sure that the traffic does not flow between these environments. And if it has to flow, right, you need to be aware and monitor those traffic. And if it has to flow, it should, the, the communication should initiate from the most secure environment to the less secure environment and not the other way around. But even then, right, you're moving data from a secure environment, protect it for a reason, and put it in a less secure environment, which is a dev and test environment. Now you're basically removing security controls, in essence, of that particular data. So even then, if the communication needs to be initiated, it has to be initiated from a more secure environment to a less secure environment. But even then, I'll caution you on that because now you basically, in essence, removing security controls of your data because you put in that last environment. So I'll, I'll caution that. The, the second one is hardware integrity. The NIST cybersecurity framework addressed that, but that will not apply to every organization. However, if it does not apply to you, you don't need to implement. But I caution you here, I would, I would recommend a practice that is uh, done with the ISO 27001, and that is create a spreadsheet with all the controls that you have on this cybersecurity framework, uh, usually in the informant references, those controls that you're going to implement. Create a spreadsheet with all the controls that you are implementing and all the controls that you are not implementing and put the business certification of why you are not implementing. That will help you in the future. It will help you in audits. And as well, you document your decision at the time of this um, implementation of these controls. So that will help you. That is something that it is a requirement actually in the ISO 27001, but it is a good practice to implement even if you're doing the NIST cybersecurity framework.